This week, we are diving into the second part of my conversation with Betty Detweiler. If you missed it last week, Betty is a friend of mine who has worked as a nurse, a camp cook, and inside many capacities um, in church ministry. So if you missed it, be sure you go back and listen in to the ideas that Betty shared with me last week. She is my go-to when I need inspiration and ideas when it comes to cooking for a crowd or hosting people in my home. And she's also taught me a lot in how how to celebrate in big ways with my family. So I know you're going to love the rest of today's conversation. But first, just a quick heads up that I will not be doing any more podcast after this until after the new year. Our family has lots of plans between now and the end of the year, so I plan to focus on them as we celebrate Christmas together. Just the other night, we were able to pick up Corey at the airport as he flew home from the Dominican Republic, and it was so good to have him home again, and I got to fall asleep that night to the beautiful sound of my boys having a conversation in the next room, and it just melted my mama heart. I look forward to celebrating time with family and friends in the coming weeks, and that being said... Merry Christmas to your family from ours. I hope you find time to sit and soak in the joy of the season. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about what it must have been like for Mary to carry Jesus. And this is the challenge that I've been chewing on lately. And that is, am I allowing the fullness of Christ to grow in me to the extent that it is evident that he lives in me? When we are filled with his presence, those around us will notice a change is happening, and I can't help but feel that that is the key um, simple phrase that when Mary said, be it unto me as you have said, it was such a simple phrase, but it was a phrase full of surrender. And if we're honest, we would likely all admit that there are areas in our lives that we struggle to surrender. Carrying Christ was going to cost Mary. It would cost her her comfort and her freedom, her reputation. It was risking her relationships, her future, and even her life, yet she chose to surrender it all in order to partner with God in the high calling he was inviting her into. Okay, that was a lot of extra food for thought, and totally not in the direction I was planning to go with this opening, but there you go. A little extra something to chew on as we head into the second part of our Betty chat. Let me apologize by letting you know that I know my voice is a little hard to hear on this recording, but Betty comes through loud and clear. I hope you'll bear with me as I continue to learn how to operate this equipment that is new to me. So Merry Christmas, enjoy the conversation today, and then I will see you back here again at the beginning of the year. Welcome to Walking on Water, where our focus is to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. What's the storm in your life? I'll never say it's easy, but Jesus changes our perspective. He gives us courage to do life differently, to throw off the victim mentality that threatens to drown us in our pain. He gives us the tools we need to live a victorious life. I'm your host, Lynette Carpenter. Let's discover more about the power-filled, faith-filled life Jesus invites us to live. part two with Betty Detweiler. She's a friend of mine from church. We, um, I don't think I mentioned this even last time, but we are both married to elders in our church. And yes, so we've right. got to serve together in our church now for mm-hmm. over 16 years. Yeah. And 
It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot it of has good been memories. a lot of good memories. <laughs> yeah. Our mop stays and things. We used to do mops. We used to do Advent together. Which was, oh my! Oh God. my goodness! Some of that might make me blush. <laughs> but we've had I don't a lot know what of, we were thinking. A lot of good memories back in the day, and so anyway, it's oh. been really fun to get to sit down and have mm-hmm. this conversation mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. hosting, which transfers into our role as moms and wives and women and serving one another. So make sure that you. Uh, jump back to part one and listen to the first part of our conversation. But we're going to dive in now to, I promised last week that we would hear about your family Christmas. Because you put a lot of effort into, um, you were saying not so much traditions, but this year, Mm -hmm. well, I'll just let you, you tell Mm -hmm. us about it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I like to have fun. And you know, camp taught us that. And I was telling Rod last night, you know, we were like a big family at camp. Um, we, We lived with people that worked camp there wasn't that many on staff so but somebody always in a house right on right on the camp okay. and there was somebody that lived under us in the apartment oh, mm-hmm. um, there was another house there but we there was a little Mennonite church we go to there was only 50 and so everybody would go there you'd be in the same mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bible study group you know it's like we ate together during the summer you know we were like one family and then when the summer staff came we'd be partying, you know, on mm-hmm. the weekends because we were so glad to see the campers leave. Oh, yeah. And so, like, party started. Like, as yeah. soon as the last camper left, we <laughs> cranked up the music, put our socks on, and we slid across the big floor in the, at the lodge, the wooden floor, and danced around. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness, it was like party you time. And then I'd on. have parties on the weekend. I think the Lord planted us there for me to develop my fun spirit. I really do. Because, yeah. oh, my goodness, we'd have parties on the weekends. Yeah vacation parties, uh, animal parties. It was just, it was weird. But we did silly songs. Our kids grew up with silly songs. Yeah. Um, bag skits, which oh. I brought into, mm-hmm. remember week. we did them in New Year, at a New Year party. You, I think you guys just started coming. We were mm-hmm. at the gym mm-hmm. and we did bag skits. And this is a good thing to do. Very easy. And my grandkids love it. My 16-year-old, my 15-year-old grandson, he's not so sure he's going to do a bag skit ever again. Oh. But he has to if his hair still looks the same in one year. Oh, okay. If it doesn't, if he's cut it, then he has to do a bag skit. Okay. That's down on Lillian's phone. And if I'm passed away That's by then, funny. Lillian will make sure it gets done. She just read it to us last <laughs> Sunday. Funny. Is that from last year? <laughs> yeah, I, yes. Okay. We put it down because his, you know, kids are wearing their hair white. Yeah. Big, yeah. like, rah. and I said, "It's not gonna. You're not. You're gonna cut. You're gonna cut your hair in a couple of years." He said, "No, I'm not. It's gonna be this way." I said, "Okay, yeah. if it's if I'm right, you have to do a bag skit." But anyway, you go around your house, take a paper bag, and you collect like five different things, mm-hmm. odd, weird things. We used yeah. to do them at our um, nutty group, which we called it was no one under 22 years, <laughs> um, when our church was much smaller. Mm-hmm. We had some great times, but you get random things. And so um, I do that with the grandkids. That's something we're going to do this year. Okay. So we'll see if Noah participates yes. or not. Um, but my kids like to have fun, too. Yeah. And so we just do that. And so they were raised where you're just kind of quirky at camp. You mm-hmm. do weird things. But the bag skits was one of the big things and the silly songs. We'll be doing those. But this year, um, in the previous years, I've thought of things to do. I usually get a puzzle made. That's a good thing to do to bring people together. And it's of our family picture from the last time we were together. Oh, okay. um, we're not together that often. Mm-hmm. It's been a year. Mm-hmm. So if we all make it this year, mm-hmm. it'll be a year since we've been under one roof. Since yeah. uh, Brian lives down in Florida, it's hard for them to get away. They weren't able to get away. We've tried the 4th of July and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, I use pictures. And so this year, Lillian gave me the idea, and we put it together. It's a collage of us from years past doing puzzles together. Oh, that's fun. So it's like the puzzling within the puzzle. puzzle yeah. And so it's 1,004 pieces or whatever. You yeah. Shutterfly. Yeah. So look for those things because it brings the people together. I always yeah. have a puzzle out. We really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But um, I tried doing like um, – so since the kids were little, I did not enjoy wrapping gifts. Mm-hmm. And I thought – I never had grace for gifts, to wrap <laughs> gifts. I don't know why. I wish Elaine would have told me that, like, all those years ago. But um, I would make them earn their right to open up their gift, kind of, like, oh. earn it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because why should they tear into something that I hate to do anyway? Yeah. And I did it all up. Come on. Appreciate it just a bit. And so um, when they were little, I would put maybe, like, um, names, Bible characters, names mm-hmm. on their gift, mm-hmm. like Eutychus. Mm-hmm. who sat in the window, you know, and somebody said, oh, you can remember that because you'd have cussed too if you <laughs> fell out of a window. Um, so that kind of stuff, and they had to tell me who this character was. If they didn't know, oh, okay. we'd look it up or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe some fictional, some some real, I don't know, just different mm-hmm. things, questions or whatever, and they'd have to do that. One year, um, you know, they like to look under the tree, and and I, I didn't like that, and shake their gifts. they they mm-hmm. guess what they were. So I put all their wrong names on the gifts, oh. except then I I lost the key to it. So you want to make sure you always put it somewhere. And so they were opening gifts, and then they had to decide if it was for them or for their sibling. (laughs) That was not a happy Christmas. Um, Also, um, white elephants don't really work well good for little kids either. You probably don't want to give them white elephant gifts. Brian was sorely disappointed at a white elephant party we had once uh, where you got dumb, old, stupid books. Yeah. mm -hmm. But... um, so they have to earn it. And so as it's gone into adulthood and the, and the, and the kids have gotten married and things, I'll take, um, they still have to earn their gifts. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would usually give three gifts each mm-hmm. to each kid. That's, I don't know why, but this year it's going to be different. We mm-hmm. it, This Christmas is totally different. And mm-hmm. so because we've decided retirement's coming, mm-hmm. but also um, the kids are doing fine. Yeah. We don't need all this stuff. Right. So one gift, and we, Rod and I are in the drawing of the adults. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that'll be kind of different because yeah. I'm a giver. Yeah. And so I've still been collecting like little things that I can think of that I can kind of slip in there, you know. But um, So you have a theme. That so so we can do, do that. And year. so this year I have a theme. And I, I was awake the other night. It was full moon. And awake, and it started coming to me, and I started thinking, how long has it been since we've been at camp? And this is the 25th Christmas mm-hmm. that we've been, it was 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I'm, we're going to have a camp Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so it's really been exciting. And last night I sent out some stuff and have gotten responses from all of our favorite, some of our favorite camp peeps that we worked with. Yeah. in the kitchen or just oh. lived with or whatever, uh, worked there, and um, to send memories. So I'll grab memories throughout the weekend yeah. to give to the kids. Um, we're going to do silly songs, hopefully. Yeah. See, so now I'm setting myself kids. up for this. <laughs> and you've got to be yeah. sure not to set the bar, have your expectations so high, because yeah. there is a letdown. They may yeah. not show up for breakfast some morning because mm-hmm. they're sleeping in. Mm-hmm. But we'll have backwards day where you wear your clothes backwards. And so we'll have like chicken noodle soup. Yeah, we'll have okay. chicken noodle soup at breakfast mm-hmm. and then have oh. pancakes at supper. That's okay. what we used to do at camp. Yeah. Or goofy clash day where you yeah. clash. Or, um, How long are you going to be together for Christmas? Uh, maybe only like 
three and a half, four days. Not very okay. long, so I, right. I'll take maybe two days to do yeah. camp stuff. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they will go along, and I think yeah. they will. Well, they know you. Because, yes, <laughs> we're going to have utensil meal, and this would be something you could do, too. Um, I think we you, did this in youth. Your, you your kids, you go into the kitchen, the adults could, their mm-hmm. parents, and pick out utensils for your children to eat with that day. Yeah. So sometimes we'd have people with this big kneading hook at camp yeah. eating that I'd knead dough in the huge mixer yeah. or a little bitty uh, eighth teaspoon or something, yeah. or toothpick. you know, a toothpick <laughs> or something. But we're going to do that one time. Yeah. So the kids, they're going to see the effort that yeah. you put into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows that you desire to be with them and yeah. you want to be together. And it's not focused on the materialistic side of right. things where what, what are not all the to presents? Do. I mean, I... I, I'm there with you when it comes to I love giving gifts. Oh, I love gifts. I actually enjoy wrapping them. So. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I I enjoyed that part of it. But then um, I can get really itchy when I start thinking about like wish lists and stuff. Yes, because yes. I just I'm like you know where's my heart in this and and I want to have. I don't want to put it out there like, this is what I want, and then be disappointed if that's not exactly what I get. Yes. And I think that there's just a tendency towards ungratefulness if we're not careful. Yes, yes, I think we really have to, to watch that. I just think it's yes. to be careful. So yeah. Here's what we did. Tim and I rented an Airbnb, and then we told our kids that they were getting a certain amount of money, and they can use it to travel down and stay with us. Yeah. Um, we'll cover the cost of the Airbnb. Or they can take the money and run. <laughs> <laughs> They are all choosing to come down. Isn't and be that with nice? Us. Yeah, so that, that makes you feel special. good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, because that yeah. one that wouldn't have chosen that. Yeah, that I don't know. Right. That would have been <laughs> that would um, be a whole next the year. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about that. You yes, let's children. do that. I've got a couple adult children. Yeah. What's your advice for moms that are learning how to navigate adult kids and then holiday okay. schedules? I one of my things is. Um, not wanting my kids to get into an argument with their spouse over holidays. Right. And I, cause I think that the holidays should be something that is full of joy and we end up being so stressed and sometimes hurt feelings or upset or whatever, but yep. you've, you've done this longer than me. So tell me what's, what's the advice that you have when it comes yeah. to. Yeah. 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 Well, we raised our children to leave the nest and they did it way too well. Yeah, um, <laughs> But um, that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's you just how job. we are. We did our job, and um, it's fun to see who they are as adults mm-hmm. and um, yeah. their servers, and too. And, yeah. But um, it was hard. It's hard. And um, the first time, well, Kristen um, Sims Detweiler <laughs> um, in Florida, Brian's wife, Brian's Kristen, her family always celebrates on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And she's got her great grand, her she's got her grandparents still, mm. um, and so I only had one grandma. That was mm-hmm. it. That was my grandparents. Mm-hmm. But um, so they they celebrate and and on Christmas morning, and then Kristen and Brian will get on a plane mm-hmm. after that, and then they'll fly out. Mm-hmm. And so we never celebrate Christmas on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's okay. Mm-hmm. I have to choose my battles. Right. It doesn't matter to me. Right. We find it kind of nice, Rod and I. I can get mm-hmm. some last-minute things done. Or we just, I put usually have a puzzle out going. Or, you know, we've had people in, like, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. that didn't have anywhere to go. One night, 
Ronnie and Vicki Overholt, they stayed, mm-hmm. I think, till like two in the morning playing oh, cards on cool. Christmas Eve. It was yeah. just really good. Yeah. And um, so it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. Mallory um, and Jason, we do every other year with them where they'll be at our house for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It is a time to bring people together. One yeah. time I just opened it up on and said, hey, if anybody has the first first 12, has a spot at the table. Wow. Which was kind cool. of risky. That is a little risky. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you, if you had a camp on it, that helps. Yes, yeah. So. It was kind of risky because yeah. you never know who's coming. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. And then the one Thanksgiving we had a couple out of recovery mm-hmm. and then another that still needs recovery. Yeah. Amongst, you know, Chris, with Aaron, yeah. uh, with um, Jason and Mallory. Our children are very open mm-hmm. to having, not just having our family just, together. Yeah. If mm-hmm. somebody else comes, mm-hmm. it would be okay. I asked them first, though, is it okay if we include somebody else? Yeah. Because um, I was wondering about that then yeah. last Sunday when we but had you Thanksgiving. Know, there's so much about that that you're removing any guilt and manipulation or control over your kids yes. about you have to be together on a certain day at a certain time. Yeah. Or we're not going to, you know, it doesn't count if you're not here. <laughs> we'll yeah. do it again later. Or yeah. And I think it frees up your kids to just be present for their husband, their, their wife, their kids, and to just take away that, yeah, that yeah. frustration. I was not going to be the mother-in-law that you hear the horror stories mm-hmm. about because I had a wonderful mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just not going to be that person. And, you know, the children know we're in ministry and stuff. We can't always have it on, you know, be on there for things either. Mm-hmm. We miss things. Um, and since they live a distance, it's hard to go to games and things like that. Mm-hmm. But they're always very understanding. But there is a book, and I thought it was very helpful. It's called The Mother-in-Law Dance. It was on Dobson long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a mother talks about being a mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I would highly recommend it. I've never heard um, of it. It's very good. It's mm-hmm. an easy read. But, um, you know, it, she brings out that our sons, when you have sons, mm-hmm. we've been really the only woman they've ever loved. Yeah. And now they have someone else they yeah. love. And it always seems like the girls, you always have a relationship mm-hmm. yeah. with your daughter, even when she's married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sons are different. Yeah. And they leave the nest a little differently yeah. and um, tend to go with her family more than, uh, you know, yeah. It's just how it is. There's yeah. a relationship there with her mom ties. And yeah. so um, I thought that was just really good because now we're not the only woman he loves. Yeah. And yesterday I was reading in my Peaceful Life book, another good book to get, Peaceful yeah. Life. Peaceful Life. Um, we have a covenant with our husbands, not mm-hmm. with our parents. Mm. That's very good. And so we yeah. need to remember who our covenant's with. Yeah. And us as adults... Parents need to remember our children, if they're married, their covenant is not with us anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. with their husbands. Yeah. That's good. So I think that's really something to think. We did not have a every a first time ever, yeah. 2020, because Kristen was expecting Henry. Mm-hmm. And so from coming from Florida, it was not feasible because he was born then on January 9th. Mm-hmm. The first Christmas never that we were not all together. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. And that really kind of, oh. <laughs> but you know what? It was fine. And we had fun. It was our first year of the reindeer games. Yeah. And we all had fun and stuff. Mm-hmm. We FaceTimed and things. Mm-hmm. So choose your battles. I am, you know, yeah. why put the holidays? You want to come together and have fun and fellowship and just yeah. 
we have a instead choice. of that yeah we do we have a choice yeah. and choose what is best what would god want really yeah, yeah. because dwe- you know what is it him. you know those <laughs> dwelling in unity is like yeah. the oil running down the beard you mm-hmm. know really yeah it's yeah. there's a we, yeah. we just really need to it's okay yeah it's okay it's an interesting thing and we could go off on a whole different tangent on this but it's just something to think about like what is it that makes us as people feel the need to have that control or that you know like is there fear connected to that it's just an interesting thing to think about because what I hear Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. saying is that it's a place of freedom and love and it's not it's not tied to any fear. Like you, you are confident your kids love you, whether or mm-hmm. not they're with you at Christmas. Exactly, exactly. And, and so then, when you get together, it can be a time of just fellowship and celebration. And to add to it, the fun and the themes and everything yeah. like that is such a fun way to to add to it. Yeah, Kristen, uh, your daughter and her husband Aaron have a fantastic ministry yeah. Yeah. Um, that they are a part of in Detroit. And I will actually put a link to um, what yeah, they're do. doing. That would be great so that people can see what they're doing because I got to talk with them a couple weeks ago when they were here at yeah. church and that was really cool. So It's great. Well, yeah, thank great you so mission. much for being yes. with us today. And I think I've learned a lot. I've been encouraged a lot in things. And so um, anything else? I just, I just don't think I do. I, you know, choose your battles. That's what I want to say. Choose your battles. battles. It's your mindset. Yeah. 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 What do you want to be? Uh, uh, One of those mothers, mother-in-laws that Mm -hmm. you hear all the terrible jokes about or what, but we have so much. God's got your children. Yeah. We have such an opportunity to, to set the tone in our homes. Yeah, we really do. We really do. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Good. Thank you so much. You're you all welcome. Have a it's good being here. And yep. enjoy your Christmas together. Thank you so much for listening. Please take a moment to share this with a friend or on your social media accounts. In fact, tag me on Instagram and I'll be sure to reshare it in my stories. Also, don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss an episode. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired today. Always remember, your life has purpose, you have value, you are loved, and with Jesus, you can rise above your storm. Get out of the boat, friend. Let's walk on water.